everybody. You're listening to Pucker Up, CM Life's fashion, beauty, and health podcast. My name is Gigi Padilla. I'm a copywriter here at CM Life. And I'm Sarah Bebuck, a broadcast and cinematic arts student here at CMU. And today we're going to talk about a couple of product launches that we are kind of excited about, some not so excited about in tea time. Um, and then just really talking about what like girls our age have actually been dipping into more. And that's just like kind of plastic surgery versus like cosmetic surgery and like non-surgical cosmetic procedures. So typically lip fillers. I think that is a big topic in like everybody our age group. It's like either we want them or we want something that'll give us that effect or we mm-hmm. can't afford them. So we are out here mimicking it, mimicking it with lip contour, plumpers, just like galore. I think the reason why a lot of girls are really into lip fillers is because they think it's a very harmless simple procedure because like when you think about lip like even the name lip filler lip injection it just sounds like you're injecting a serum into your lip and then all of a sudden it's plump and perky yeah Yeah. people um i don't think they see as much danger in those kind of like like could they say it non-surgical cosmetic stuff because they are like injectables but it's still it's still really hard to like convince yourself to do because i think one thing that people don't realize, just because you're not, like, getting stitches or something like that, you still have, like, have upkeep. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just, like... Once and done. One and done. Yeah, and then it's, like, the back... Not the back, but the after effects of mm-hmm. plus or the lip injections is what I'm kind of... Right puts now. me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have a super bruised mouth afterwards. Like, super bruised. I know a couple of the people I follow on Instagram, um, Jay Blissey, which I love her videos... She gets lip injections, and she's super real about it, which I really appreciate. Like, it's not like a, ooh, do I, don't I, what is this? It's kind of like, here's a video of me getting my lip injections. And I'm kind of like, well, this is kind of gross, but I'm glad to see it. And she doesn't, like, hide the after photos either. Like, she's just like, hey, I'm doing my makeup video. You can see my bruised and bloody lips. Here they are. I'm covering it with some makeup. And it's kind of like, oh, that's what that looks like. And that's um crazy. Another YouTuber that I watch, Trisha Paytas, she was actually talking about her lip injections, basically some minor injectables she got done on her face. And she was actually turned down by her cosmetic surgeon saying that, like, they weren't going to do any more injections in her lips because they can't. Like, they they were too big. And it's just like, which kudos to that. We're in a situation now where, like, cosmetic surgeons are actually kind of being more ethical, I guess you can say. That's and, nice. Like, knowing that, like, people do get addicted because they call it, like, the, like, stealthy effect. And how people are constantly resorting to plastic surgery because they want to have that, like, symmetrical, that way they look mm-hmm. in the mirror versus, like, how you look from, like, facing forward. So it's, like, really weird. And it's, it's crazy how different they can look because there's some people I follow on Instagram or watch their YouTube videos. And I would have never known they had lip injections had they not, like, posted an old photo of themselves or if they hadn't, like, really, like, mm-hmm. opened up and they were like, oh, yep, I get lip injections. I would have been like, wow, I would never would have guessed. And then you have people like Kylie Jenner or, I guess, post post Kylie Jenner now that she can, like, I don't know what's going on in her lip community. But when she had the really dramatic lip fillers, and you're like, oh, yeah, definitely that's lip it. injections. Well, that's, yeah, that's definitely Trisha Paytas. She's, like, totally 100 about it, too. And it's just she's always been very self-conscious about her small mouth. So she's always wanted bigger, but she even said what I thought was like super smart of her to say, which is funny, like because Trisha Paytas is not known for her wit and <laughs> like amazing smarts. But um, she was like, "Well, everybody's chasing those lips, but what they don't realize is the bigger your lips are, the more lip filler you're gonna be able to hold in there. So it's mm-hmm. like even though like 
even people with small lips going to go get lip filler, like your lips are still not going to look like Kylie's. Like Kylie had like literally a lip augmentation surgery. And like, I think other people do that where like you literally like pull the top of your lip skin up. So like you literally get more surface area of like, yeah, it's like crazy. (laughs) And that's like a major surgery to fix like, I guess the small lip problem that people think they have. But yeah, and I feel like the biggest danger is when you're starting these kind of like not like these injectable stuff so young, like you don't see a big deal about it. But then you have people like Jeffree Star, who just came out with his video about how when he first got his lip injections done, they actually mixed the Juvederm, which is the common stuff that you put in like your lips mm-hmm. versus the, I think the hydrochloric acid, which is like another one that people do. Mm-hmm. Um, they had mixed it with silicone, which is like a big no-no. Like, if, I'm not gonna go through the whole video, but you guys can watch it. It's on his YouTube channel. It's literally like he had this weird ridge at the bottom of his upper lip, where all of the silicone just kind of fell because the plastic surgeon didn't know what like he was doing. He like did it very superficial. So for the longest time, like I don't know if anybody's ever noticed. I've noticed a little bit. But not so much because, you know, he does his makeup so dramatically you don't really notice, notice. But he has, like, little bumps on his lips in his last videos. And it's because they're, they're like, the little, like, thin pieces of silicone that were, like, injected in your lips. And you should not inject, like, silicone in your lips. Like, no, that no, is no, no. a big no-no. Even in general, I think if I were to ever go under the knife, which, you know, I'm not going to say I'm never going to do it, but, like, I'm basically never going to do it. We're just poor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... I don't know. Silicone to me is just because it dissolves. It dissolves in your body and then you're left with like it falling out and it requires upkeep. Like plastic surgery isn't one and done like in and out. It's if especially if you get silicone, it breaks down in your body and then you're stuck with like lumpy injectables that it doesn't look or feel good because it's breaking down and it's decomposing in your body. The same with boob jobs. Yeah. Like I don't think people realize like you don't just get one boob job. Like, I think you upkeep your boob job every 10 years. Yeah, something like so, that. So, like... For both silicone and saline. Like, yeah. both. There's... At the moment, I, I could be wrong, but, like, I know for both silicone and saline, you both require upkeep. Yeah. So, you just have to be, like, really thoughtful in those processes. And I feel like it's just a really common occurrence in our age, in our generation, that, like, we want to look perfect and we want to look like these Instagram models that a lot of quick ways are these, like, procedures and I just think it's really interesting because we all have like our own view on plastic surgery and I'm not somebody that's totally against plastic surgery I think everybody has the right to do whatever they want with their face and their body Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's definitely a more dangerous time because most of us get all of our research information from Instagram yeah and like we don't do enough research to warrant being able to just walk into a doctor's office and mm-hmm. get your lip injected. And I think the more common these procedures are becoming, the more lousy pe- practitioners you're going to find, too. So, like, I feel like now since it's really, like, getting hyped up, there's going to be a ton of people jumping or a ton of practitioners jumping in on the bandwagon who may not be quite as qualified yeah. as they should be. Yeah, well, because what people don't realize is these plastic surgeons, like any other job, they have conferences. And at these conferences, they can literally get certificates to perform these. So, like, if you have a dermatologist that does lip, like, that can also do lip injections, it's probably because they took this course and now they can do lip injections. Like, lit- you really have to be careful with who you're going for this. And you honestly have to spend the money. Like, yeah. if, you're, if you're not going to get 
a good cosmetic injectable or surgery or whatever for a very low price like that's sketchy it's sketchy like if it's if it feels too good to be true it is it's, it's too good to be true don't risk it with your body no don't especially like we've seen such like bad situations where people like have botched nose job botched like like literally fillers and implants like and at such a young age can you imagine getting like a botched lip filler and then having to live with that for like the rest of your life especially because there is there's there's literally a series called botched yeah. all about botched plastic surgery jobs mm-hmm. and it, some of them make me really sad because you do see these really young kids on there and then you also do see these other people who either a became addicted to it or b were like oh you know i did this this was like my midlife crisis and i just, i always wanted a boob job and then they're stuck with like these deformed hard lumpy looking Breasts. whatever breast mm-hmm. butt face mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, and it's it's not worth it no it really isn't so i guess a big takeaway from this segment right now is do your research like if you truly want lip fillers and you have the money and you have the money for upkeep and it's not just like a, a brash decision because you saw kylie jenner or some other instagram follower like do it and you want to look like them like really do your research yeah like like, this isn't something you can just like trust somebody with like 4k followers with like especially in your own area like i'm sorry like michigan i'm sorry i'm gonna interrupt you can you open that door i think we should But just basically know what you're getting into. Yeah, definitely know what you're getting into. Don't go to the mentality where I'm going to do this once and I'll be fine. Like, yeah, it's not a one and done. It isn't. Especially lip fillers. Yeah. It's a very big upkeep and it's kind of expensive. I get most of like, it's funny because I say like, do your research. And most of my like, like research for lip fillers, I did like Googling like plastic surgery in Mount Pleasant. Mm-hmm. Or like and around Mount Pleasant, which we don't have many. And then the other half was like all of my YouTubers' experiences with them, and them being one hundred percent real about it. So it's like it doesn't take that much effort, but you should still know what you're getting into. Yeah, for sure. And make sure you know exactly what's in a syringe before it's been put in your body. Like that's the big thing with the whole Jeffrey Star video was he did not know what was like he was told it was Juvederm, he was told it was one thing, and he was just completely lied to. And what was super interesting to me is. There is a statute of limitations to when you can sue a plastic surgeon for the effects. So you might not even know that there's silicone in your lips or whatever for 10 years when it starts like falling or starts drooping or whatever. And you can't do anything about it. You can't sue them. (laughs) There's literally a statute of limitations on it. And that's insane to me. Which kind of makes sense to me because they know that the silicone is going to dissolve. Yeah. It's going to happen. And I feel like, A, the people who are getting it done should also know that. And B, the doctor should be like, hey, just so you know, in like X amount of years, this is going to happen. Yeah, you should need a longer plan than just like, I'm going to look good for now. Mm -hmm. So I I do understand having, granted, I don't know how long the statute of limitations is. I do understand having one in place because you could have like a client where you're like, hey, just so you know, this is going to happen. Take care of it. All right, bye. And then like five years later, when it starts happening, they're like, (gasps) How dare my doctor yeah. messed up? And it's not, I mean, granted, in Jeffree Star's case, the doctors did mess up. Mm-hmm. But I, it is there to protect the doctors somewhat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. 
yes, so kids, maybe you should just keep with the lip contouring and the at-home lip-plumping lip glosses because yeah. kind of do the same thing without the bigger risk. I know a really good um, plumping gloss is Slope and Glories. Sexy Motherpucker is very good. And the Oh Holy Grail Too Faced Extreme like lip injections or whatever. Buxom has pretty good. Mm-hmm. And they have like colored lip glosses too that yeah. plump too. So it's not just like a clear gloss you're putting on. You can get like on my, I want my magenta plumping lip gloss. You can get that at Buxom too. Yeah. You see, um, the only one that I know that's okay, supposedly to have lasting effects, I've never actually used it to the situation where I would know if it has lasting effects is the Too Faced one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, though. I kind of call BS on that. I also I highly doubt that it has lasting effects on it. I feel like it'd be but, pulled from the market mm-hmm. if it had lasting effects. Yeah, I think it's really their hope that you just continuously use it. Yeah. So you think it's a lasting effect? Because it lasts long. It does. So it lasts longer than the actual wear of the lip gloss. So I think that's where they're kind of getting their claim that it has long lasting. Because I was using it for like, I had I got like a tiny sample bottle, so I was using it for like a couple weeks. But again, I wasn't using it every day, so maybe that was what it was. Maybe. I don't know. But I still I feel like I if it permanently <laughs> changed your lip, yeah. it'd be pulled from the shelves. Exactly. You know what's crazy, and I always think about from time to time. That weird apple thing that was going around Instagram that you would like suck your lips into. Oh, that was so bad for your mouth. Yeah, it was so bad. It was it would like burst your blood vessels, so it would appear that your lips were plumper. But you were bruising your lips. Yeah, you were just bruising your lips. Don't do that. I just had to bring it up because I feel like after this, like people are gonna be like, oh, more natural ways to like plump your lips, and then they're gonna like grab that product off of like, or, like Amazon. When people did with the the shot glass. Oh yeah, the like Kylie Jenner challenge oh. that was going around. That's so oh, bad for God, your mouth. And it's, you will be bruised for a while. Like, the only reason why it looks so good when other people do it is because they applied makeup afterwards. Mm -hmm. It's not a good look if you're kind of, if you tend to the more natural side of makeup. Nope, 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 nope. No. But lip contouring is kind of cool. I think it's a very well-balanced way to not, like, I know overlining your lips was a big thing, but not everybody can pull that off. Mm -hmm. I know I can't really pull off overlining my lips because I'm a very dark, like natural like tan color so it, it doesn't really work i know more people with a paler skin tone can kind of get away with it because it's like their lip skin their like regular skin can kind of blend better mine does not so but lip contouring is kind of nice like the huda stuff yeah i can only overline my bottom lip i can't if i overlook overline my top lip i look like a clown i don't know what it is <laughs> i don't know why but like my bottom lip i'll overline it i'm like ooh, look at this i look nice i do my upper lip and i'm like <sighs> What a shame. The shame. <laughs> the shame. We've all had shame like that. I've tried to overline my lips, and I just end up looking like a chola. It's bad. You definitely <laughs> need a lot of practice with it. Yeah. It's not something you can be like, overline my lips. First try, I'm going to do it. No, no. It's dangerous. It's a dangerous road to go down. And then it's, I just always feel weird because it, whenever you're overlining your lips, it's not a long wear look. Like, it, like maybe if you have a liquid lipstick, you could probably pull it off. But you still have to overline your lips with a lip liner mm-hmm. and then put your lipstick over. So I feel like maybe a Kylie Jenner lip kit can probably get away with it. But, like, other ones, definitely not. Because I definitely wear off. My lip liner wears off really quickly. Yeah, for sure. I think another product that both me and Sarah were kind of confused at first, but apparently it's a new thing, was Tarte came out with another foundation. 
But me and Sarah were like, didn't they already come out with a foundation? Yeah, they released a Shape Tape foundation, and it's like, all oh, new, Shape Tape foundation. And me and Gigi were sitting there like, hmm, we're getting some strong deja vu right now. Yeah, so we were looking into it, and I'm guessing their foundation, the first launch of the foundation, which totally, in uh, very brief, sucked, and nobody liked. So I'm guessing maybe this is a relaunch. I'm more curious on whether or not it's a different formula than their other foundation or if it's the same thing or if this is a foundation specifically to pair with the shape tape concealer so that's the kind of confusing part of this whole situation yeah i'm very i mean it just launched i want to say it was last tuesday or last wednesday i think it was last wednesday last wednesday so it just launched so i haven't heard too many things about it yet i haven't looked too in depth all i know is they just announced it on their instagram but I don't know, like, I feel like you can't replicate the same effects of the Shape Tape concealer with the Shape Tape foundation because the biggest benefit of the concealer was that it was so high coverage. It was so, and I don't want that in a foundation. Yeah, I am definitely more of a buildable coverage kind of person with my foundation just because, as I've always said, it's very hard for me to find a color that truly matches my foundation with undertones and everything. Which, on a side note, the face tape foundation has 50 colors, so that's good. I would still like to see a little bit more shade range in the darker spectrum. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there's only about, like, six really, truly. There's, and- I have, they posted a face map on their um, Instagram. And they do, to their credit, do have more than most drugstore cosmetic brands. Yeah. But also, it's really... I don't want to say hard, but Fenty set the bar so high yeah. with the diversity in shade ranges mm-hmm. that it kind of... It makes everything look a little... Yeah, it makes everything fall short in comparison, yeah. but it's it's definitely more than other brands have done in the past, especially when <laughs> Benefit launched the... Oh, yeah, Beauty Blender. Yeah, and that only had... I mean, granted, it only had six shades in the first place, but only mm-hmm. one to two were considered, like, dark, yeah. and even then barely... Yeah, no, that was really, yeah, a fall fat disappointment. But I feel like they're learning because they did the same thing with the first launch of their foundation. They had too little of color range, and they got kicked in the butt by it, and now they have the 50. But I think the undertones and the darker skin colors are really lacking just because as a person with a darker skin color, but cooler undertones it's very hard for me to find a color so i always have to mix my colors um because it's they always tend to have very orangey or yellow undertones and the darker skin colors Mm -hmm. and they don't tend to keep them on the cool side which my face does kind of have like a cool pinky undertone versus a yellow or an orange so if i use a yellow my face looks yellow and if i use something with an orangey Mm -hmm. undertone my face looks orange i am Uh, happy that they have five different colors of undertone though the five undertone, that's, I mean, granted, I'm not, I've been on my no foundation binge, so I haven't been really been looking into it, but I think this is one of the first times I've seen five different undertones as opposed to three. Normally you see warm, cool, neutral. Mm-hmm. They have the warm, cool, neutral, but in addition to that, they also have, they had like a honey olive yeah, color. They have like, um, they go deeper skin with like yellow undertones, gold, olive. I think I do want to try at least a sample of something with the golden and olive undertones because that's mm-hmm. the first time I've actually seen 
I've never a, seen that before. Yeah, I've seen a makeup that actually has olive undertones because that's really where I am in the spectrum. And while, you know, there probably is foundation out there with olive undertones, they don't kind of like market it that way. Mm-hmm. And it's always very hard. Like, I hate doing this, but I am the person that like has to open a foundation, put it on my hand and make sure it dries the same way it looks in the bottle. Because I have been burned too many times before. Mm-hmm. That's why... I've given up on foundation because it's so, unless I get it like face matched in the store, but even then, sometimes when I get like face swapped or whatever, it doesn't quite match up anyway, but it's because I have a lot of, I'm really weird because I have a lot of, my skin is very yellow, but I have a bunch of like red patches. Mm -hmm. So like when I actually cover up the red patches, it whites my face out too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't give you enough dimension. Mm -mm. I think that's why me and Sarah, which is funny because we have the same problem on different sides of the spectrum and why we kind of contour a little bit more contour kind of adds more depth to our face because the same thing happens with me but instead of whiting out my face my face just looks like olive like it's like no nothing else like whether and if I buy the wrong foundation then sometimes I do get whited out Mm -hmm. and I look like one of the snapchat filters got a hold of me so it's like really funny and it's really annoying but that's just something that's really troubled a lot of people is foundation matching. So I guess I am kind of interested and proud of the new face tape foundation, but I definitely need to see how how it does. How it's it does, yeah. it's too soon to tell right now definitely. because it's only been a week. a week, and you know, people were already hopping on the whole shape tape foundation shape tape foundation, and they they already love their shape tape concealer. So we'll see. Obviously, I assume that they're going to work together well, but then again, that is a pretty big assumption because we all assumed that Morphe's foundation was going to do well, and it has not. No. Everyone hates it. <laughs> the shape tape, face tape name change has really thrown me off, too, Yeah, because I, I want it to be associated with shape tape, but since they already made a shape tape foundation that failed, they're like, we're going to name it face tape, and it's, this is rough, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to confuse me. I don't even think you can buy that foundation anymore. No, I think they pulled it. They pulled it because it was just so much bad press and just bad investment. Speaking of bad investments, <laughs> this takes us into our tea time. Now, we all know that I do enjoy Jeffree Star, um, and he did a collab with Morphe, and people were not happy when they realized what the collab ended up being. It's Morphe. Yeah, it's brushes. It's just brushes, guys. It's literally um, Jeffree Star inspired brushes and beauty blenders. Beauty blenders look nice, and then it's a good deal for a pack of them. Um, I'm not impressed with the brushes. Nobody is. Everybody on social media is like, ew, how dare. It doesn't remind me of Jeffree Star at all. I thought, I honestly thought they were going to have star handles, if anything. Like, it was going to be, like, classic pink Jeffrey star handles, or even, like, a star, like, just one brush that was, you know how Star-shaped. Star-shaped. Like, um... The fishtail brush? Yeah, like, the fishtail brush, but, like, mm-hmm. different. So, it was, yeah, it was lackluster. I'm not going to buy them. I'm not going to buy them. I don't them. think anybody should. <laughs> I mean, they're cute brushes, I guess. They are cute brushes. They're not what I think of when I think of Jeffree Star. They're mm-hmm. not. You're right. It's because they're, like, a metallic-y purple, which yeah. is kind of cute. It's, I like it. Literally, somebody, like, hit the nail on the head, and I was reading in the comments, and they're like, didn't Wet n Wild just come out with brushes that look like this? Legit, like, look in, like, a drugstore or anything. It's not exactly the same, but, like, there was a very similar Wet n Wild shape. But then, 
like I didn't understand why people were so angry though, because I wasn't angry. I was like disappointed, but I was expecting it to be brushes. Um, but people were upset because they thought it was going to be some kind of makeup or palette or whatever. But that was kind of I didn't understand why people thought it was going to be that way because he has he makes his, his own yeah, makeup. he makes his own makeup. There's no way he's going to be sharing that yeah. money with Morphe if he doesn't have to. And he he knows formulas. He knows what what he wants in makeup. So I don't understand why he would collab with Morphe like mm-hmm. that. Because it's not like it's another um, YouTuber. It's not like yeah. it's another like individual artist. And they're like, we made this together. It's a brand that's established that already has their own formula and. He doesn't really want a part of it. Like, I, and I don't blame him for that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he, this is Morphe, but Morphe is brushes. I think that's what people forget. Morphe brushes as like where they started out. Like, yeah. Use the promo code, all the YouTubers have. And like, that's what I expected from the Morphe collab. There's no way he would have made another palette so soon after announcing the Alien palette. Oh, no way. Like, there's no way. He's still writing off that. And then. I think he had a couple of lip trios come out. Mm-hmm. So he has all of his own resources to make makeup and have his own makeup line that he doesn't have to share credits with. That He's definitely not going to do it with Morphe. There's no reason. It's just no. bad business practice. And it kind of, I'm not going to lie, him announcing the collab with Morphe did kind of put a bad taste in my yeah. mouth after the Morphe Foundation failure mm-hmm. and he didn't say anything about it because now it's kind of like, well, now we know why. Like, yeah. He definitely didn't want negative press surrounded by that. But I don't blame him for that. I mean, it is shady. And I'm like, then again, I'm here saying not to buy his brushes, so I'm shady too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and it's like, if you want the brushes, if you want nice brushes, then go ahead, buy them. But I'm They're gonna probably going to be nice. They're going to be nice. Um, But then again, like, it's not something I have to have. No, it's very... I don't want to say gimmicky because it doesn't fall onto into the Jeffree Star like gimmick. Not mm-hmm. calling him like a gimmick, but it's not the the hot pink star packaging. Yeah. It's just not diva enough for me, honestly. It's not, and it's kind of just kind of like, oh yeah, we collabed, haha. And this honestly, I was I was surprised because he threw shade at Kylie Jenner for what her brushes came in. Now, in his defense. His brushes are insanely cheaper than what Kylie Jenner was pushing. Her yeah, hers were for. ridiculous. Um, but his is like the same weird plastic kind of thing. Like it's like um, it's like a pla- it's pink plastic, and it's like the thing where all the brushes come in and you can like roll it up. Mm-hmm. Like no, like no, that's I'm not gonna spend this much money for a brush that and it come in something that reminds me of like a Claire's makeup bag. Like yeah, no. <laughs> like I'm sorry, it's not Jeffrey in my mind. But then again. It was brought to my attention that he's honestly not going to give them all his good ideas. No. Because his main goal is to create a makeup empire, which Mm -hmm. he's doing steadily and readily, and he's on his way there. So when he has enough, well, he probably has enough money, but when he has the time and when he wants to actually launch a makeup brush line for his own Jeffree Star's cosmetics... I believe you me, it's going to be 10 times more gorgeous and more blingy and more expensive than what he is giving. It'll Morphe. probably be that what we are envisioning when we envision a Jeffree Star brush, the hot pink yeah, star like, cute. Even like some, I was expecting at least some sparkle or glitter. Like yeah, no. Holographic, but like legit, like glittery. His logo is nowhere to be found on these brushes. They're, they're really not. Is his signature on them? It's just, yeah, it's just his signature. 
and then acts like Morphe brushes. That's what it is. Which I guess it makes sense because in the global marketplace, you don't want your, because Jeffree Star's symbol and logo is for Jeffree Star's cosmetics. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing, which is really hard for people to understand, this collab with Morphe is with Jeffree Star. It's a Morphe featuring Jeffree Star, Star. Not, not Jeffree Star featuring Morphe. Yeah, and it's not Jeffree Star Cosmetics. Jeffree Star's Cosmetics is his own entity, its own brand, its own like business. It's kind of like like singers and like music. Like you said, yeah. like feet, this, this is his album. Like yeah. he, there's no way that he's going to give somebody a million dollar idea when he can flip the script and just produce it himself. Mm-hmm. Because why would he? Like, right? <laughs> like it makes sense. It makes sense that it doesn't fall under his like image, mm-hmm. but also like it still doesn't make it less disappointing. Yeah. No, definitely people who were super excited. And I feel, yeah, stunted because when he was like hinting on his stuff, I was expecting him to launch something. Yeah. And I was really hoping he was collabing with another YouTuber or collabing with like literally anybody else. Like, yeah. I was expecting him to say, I'm collabing with Shane Dawson and we're making like a pig palette. And I was excited. I'd love that. <laughs> yeah. That would be exciting. This is not exciting and it's, it's kind not. of kind of a letdown. Yeah, it's just low energy all around. Mm-hmm. Like people are that well, some people are like ride or die for it. And it's just because they don't want to be naysayers. But I honestly I enjoy Jeffree Star Cosmetics. I enjoy most of the stuff he puts out. This is just like don't yeah. like don't spend don't waste your money on this. Like if I were to have to buy something from that collection, it would be the blenders. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's something you can get cheaper somewhere else. So, TJ Maxx. <laughs> we get our beauty blenders from TJ Maxx. So, actually, <laughs> I got my beauty blenders for Christmas that I'm pretty sure came out of Amazon Marketplace. And they are amazing. So They are. I've used them. You know what I don't understand? Like, how little we got, like we use Amazon for those small things. But their quality is so good. Like, brushes, beauty blenders, all of that stuff can be bought <laughs> in much cheaper value from, like, Amazon and an online site that you trust. Calm down with the AliExpress and Wish.com because I'm so sick of being disappointed. Though, I will say, I got mermaid brushes from Wish.com for Christmas, I think, last year. Yeah. And they were good. They're still... Like, they're still alive today. Like, they're not, like, they're kicking. not shedding too much. Like, it was really nice. And that's the big thing that people always comment about is brush shedding. And I've never had a problem with any of my synthetic cheap brushes shedding on me. I've never had an issue with brush shedding. The only brush that I ever had that I didn't like, and it wasn't for, um, I didn't like it because it shedded or anything. I didn't like it because it started feeling weird after a while, mm-hmm. was... A Target ba- Target brand. It was like Sonia Kashuk. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I had the same problem, literally, yeah. with those brushes. I I bought a really cheap set, and it was it's not cheap like the quality. It was um cheap because it was on clearance, so I bought it, and it had like tribal stuff. But the same thing happened to me with the foundation brush. Yeah, and, it was the foundation brush. Yeah, and it's not that we don't clean our foundation brush. We do that, but it dries weird. And yeah. it's, like, once you give it, a, like, a couple, two, like, I have to say, probably cleaned it about, like, I don't know, four times? And then it really was just, like, not worth it anymore. Yeah. It was just really, like, bad. Like, just gross. And so then I just, like, kind of, but yeah. the, like, all of the powder brushes and stuff like that, it worked really well, but the foundation brush was not good. Then I just switched to Beauty Blenders, and I've been there my entire life. Never looked back. Never looked back. That's really, like, curious. I want to know how many people are brush people and how many people are Beauty Blender people. 
Because I feel like everybody uses a beauty blender, but then, like, there's also those people out there that are just using their hands. Like, if I'm not using a beauty blender, I like using a stipple brush. Mm-hmm. That's that. that's my go-to brush if I don't have a beauty. Because I, I noticed that I do get a very, like, dewy look if I use a stipple brush. Mm-hmm. I, either very dewy, and I keep my full coverage more as opposed to using a beauty blender. Because a beauty blender kind of does eat up a lot of product. The stipple brush lets me have, like, a dewier look that I like a lot. And it makes sense. I feel like I always do the same base face look because if my base face looks different, I think my whole makeup looks off. But, no, I've definitely tried to, like, go outside my box. Like, I wore green eyeshadow, like, last night. I was really, like, going for it. But it's very hard to, like, change something up, like, your face. Like, Mm -hmm. what you expect. Especially because it's, like... As we say, that's like the canvas of the whole makeup look for that day. So we definitely don't want to screw that See, up. I'm always changing my face look or my face makeup because I'm never happy with it. Yeah. No matter what I do. I like, I'll like it once. I'm like, this is what I'm going to do every time. And literally the next time I do it, I hate it. And I'm like, we I'll never be happy. rotation of what we're using. Like I now have, I have used so many foundations in the past month. It's not even like, and it's not because like. I have money to be spending on foundations. It's because I've been using stuff that oxidizes on my face and I can't stand it. I hate oxidization. Yes, literally. I need to like Google like what in the world I can do to make that stop, which is probably a simple like answer, like use the right foundation, but like I'm actually going to do that. And I think I just switched to, correct me if I'm wrong, I can't even remember. It's like the True Match. The cover girl? cover girl. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. the one with the black top that we've all been seeing Instagram ads for because I'm a sucker for an Instagram ad. <laughs> and, um, and I went to try it. And I only like it when I mix it with my Fit Me Maybelline foundation. And, and I'm sick of my Fit Me Maybelline foundation because I don't have a like, deep enough concealer for coverage. So it's not as full or build or coverage. And then I just kicked myself from using the Superstay, so I know I expect everything to be that full coverage. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, if I think the biggest, like, pull and takeaway from this is just, like, keep using products until you find one you actually like. Because even then, seasons change your face so many so much. And mm-hmm. that's the only reason why I have to che- keep changing my foundation, because my face is drying out. Yeah. That's you know, just causing me to break out, which is causing me to, like, not want to wear makeup. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. It's a vicious cycle, kids. <laughs> but I think that's all we have time for today. But you can follow me on Instagram at gg underscore pity on 97. You can follow me, Sarah Bebuck, under that same name. And we hope to see you guys again next week. You are listening to Pucker Up.